This is life. Listening and inspiring friends in entertainment. They don't know how to convert that wisdom and information into a monetary advantage. Focusing life's principles with your goals. See, this is the thing about old people thinking that just because I'm giving you the experience to be around that I'm paying you for something. And back in the day, that was cool. And taking Empowerment Global with Empowerment Speaker Stone Staffer and Johnny Vaughn. We haven't actually talked about this, but we have varying viewpoints on it. Um, like the whole paying your dues thing and, you know, free labor in the beginning of your career and, you know, how you feel about people who work for you and how they feel about it. we've we've We touched on that aspect of it. Uh-huh. But I feel like because we have such opposing views on it, it, it well, are, are, are our views opposing? Yeah, because I understood what I was going to say was one, what you just said was I, I wouldn't let it get to me to that point because um, whether she did it spitefully or not. You're at a stage now where you need somebody who's going to do what you need them to do. So, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm at the. And it cut. wasn't spiteful to her credit. It wasn't spiteful. It just, it wasn't. I hate throwing. This it wasn't around. good for you. <laughs> exactly. It wasn't loyal. Yeah. But thing is, I hate throwing that word around because, right, really, who owes me their loyalty? And that's that's my thing. That's 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 what I think the podcast is. Is that there's a your generation? I have found, and this isn't a knock. This is just a how y'all were raised and how we were raised. Um, that y'all have a, a a deeper route to loyalty, what is branded loyalty, commitment to staying at a job for longer, or you know, mm-hmm. committing to people longer. And my generation, we ain't got that. We couldn't right. give two less, honestly. Like if it does not suit us anymore, we out. We out. <laughs> and you know, you, you, every once in a while, when you say your generation, my generation, I let it go because I'm like, what's he talking about? I do forget that we there is a significant there's, number of years. There's a difference. There's a there's like when you say you were in ninth grade for nine eleven, I'm I fought not to show anything on my face because depression said, Whoa. You're in ninth grade. Negro, I think I, I had icon studios. <laughs> Almost, yeah. I had it for three years. And I was like, so so deaf. Full grown man, you know what I mean? You told me I was in ninth grade. I was like, holy crap. That's, and you, now you, this uh, is why I very rarely drop those things where people can actually date me because then it changes the conversation. Because I can usually have a more open, broader conversation when people just assume I'm older than I am. But the second right. they find, and now it's getting easier because I'm not young no more. Like it's, you know, I'm almost mid 30s now. So it's, right. but before, That's dude. Hilarious. Almost mid thirties. Yeah, yeah. You know, thirty dude, thirty-four is thirty-four is real close to mid thirties. <laughs> it is. It is. No, but I, I um I think it's a real it's a real dichotomy that has caused a lot of our disjointed struggles as both of our generations have fought to figure out this balance. Yeah. And the funny thing about it, which I think will be the cool thing about the podcast conversation, is that while my generation and your generation have been trying to figure out how to do this dance with each other. Generation Z don't give a damn about neither one of us. <laughs> and they, yeah, I was going to say, and she's in a whole other generation. Yeah, she's in a whole different <laughs> one. So I think like pointing out the mindset of like how it evolved from, from y'all to us to now is just like, man, y'all screwed everything up, so we don't care about none of it. Like I, I, I think it's a, a – because it'll, it'll – I think it'll help people approach – 
whatever they're going to in this next phase with a different right. mindset because I've been talking to a lot of older people who are in a situation like me where like the industry's been shut down completely they've got to try to adapt millennials we grew up with video games you know computers mm-hmm. and stuff so, like adaptation is kind of a part of our thing mm-hmm. but folks that are just 10 years older than me 12 years older than me like it's not the thing and it's like they, right. you know they were like man I'm retiring in 15 years and now that right. job's gone and I gotta start over what do I do and I'm like it's kind of always been <laughs> that way for us so right. it's a it's a perspective thing that I think is not only gonna shock just people in general <laughs> but it's gonna change how we move business wise and especially in the industry because now that mindset that is neither one of us is taking the reins in every aspect of the entertainment world. Like you starting to see young folks are the new A and R's now. Uh and I mean A and R's were young at one point too. I remember, you know, when I was trying to do it. They were always pretty young. <laughs> yeah, but I mean like now, you know, I'm seeing kids like nineteen years old. I'm A and R like for real? <laughs> okay. <laughs> so the role has also changed. So yeah, at some point I think that would be a, a fun one to have. Uh, and I All promise right, so not to call it? you old one time. I won't do it. That's funny. <laughs> so what is that? Just the dichotomy of our generation or something? Or um, I think it'll be the evolution of of uh, of the generation. So, yeah, just as a, it's just a general. Because the one thing I want to point out is how y'all approached everything. Like we've talked about internships and stuff. And me, I'm so anti-free internships. It don't make sense. But I never say that because I know it's a a very deeply rooted part of almost every business. Um, right. Except for... What's funny is it's, it's not, but it's not free. That's the thing. Well, and I think that's the part that they don't get. No, no, no. It's the part that y'all don't get. See, this is the thing about old people thinking that just because I'm giving you the experience to be around that I'm paying you for something. And back in the day, that was cool when bread was 75 cents a loaf. But it's four dollars and fifty cents now. So all that experience don't mean a damn thing to me if I can't the eat and live to why, do it. You know why that's not true? Because in someone in my case, where people literally, even just as of, I have a meeting next week where people literally pay me a hundred dollars an hour to sit down and consult. Oh, me too. Yeah. The fact that you ain't got to pay me nothing at any given time. You like, can I talk to you for a second? And I just pour and pour. I know my experience and knowledge and wisdom I'm giving you is invaluable. I don't care how much bread it costs. Well, I'm not saying that. Yeah. I'm- no, but there is a value to that. Yeah. And my thing is, but this is where I feel the younger generation loses it. You don't, not you, but like they don't know how to convert that wisdom and information into a monetary advantage. That's why they call it, oh, I'm working for, because one of my managers too, he was like, man, all this free labor. I was like, get that out. Well, no, no, this is where, this is where the, this is where the bridging, damn it, we having the conversation now and not, I'm actually, I, didn't, I know, you I, didn't record, stop, right? I didn't stop recording, thankfully, but. All right, well, let it roll, we might have it. So, th- so this, is, this is where I think the disconnect is at. I, I agree with you and I think you're absolutely right. Um, what it comes down to, it's not so much they don't know how to convert it, is that the ability to convert it is so much different now. Like back in the day when people had $40,000 budgets to rent out DARP or Doppler for a full day, mm-hmm. there was a lot of stuff that interns would get the scraps out of from that. That stuff doesn't happen no more. Like No, no. See, let me let me tell you. I'm not going to give you a No, go for it. Let me tell you where the problem of 
converting the experience into currency is. And it's the P word called patience. Because one of the things is you don't convert, you won't sit and talk to me or anyone else. Let's let's get it on something bigger than if you want. I mean, dog, mm-hmm. you won't sit and talk with a, with a I don't know, a LeBron or a LA Reed or whatever. You won't sit and talk to them and then next week be able to convert that into funds. My whole thing is there is a process that you still have to go through, but that process works out for you because you spent time with that person. And the thing, so for example, I remember when we went to LA Reed in uh, Pebble's house mm-hmm. and she said, you know, I want you guys to come over and um, I forgot what it was, but we thought it was something to do with music. Man, we went there. We ended up cleaning their doggone garage. Mm-hmm. And I was like, ain't this about a something, something? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Long story short, <clears throat> we cleaned the garage, but it was the first time I met L.A. Reed. And, of course, he's just at home. It was a Saturday for the most part, chilling. So we were moving his personal crap. He's like, no, I'm going to keep this, da 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 and we just and we have a regular folk conversation. So for one, that would never happen on the streets, first of all. Right. Having regular folk conversations to the point where the man remembered my name. How do I know? Five years later, I'm now running Sony. Uh, Mac, a guy named Mac, who's Perry Reed's brother. That's how I got the job. Mm-hmm. I ended up meeting L.A. and L.A. completely remembered who I was, had a conversation and, you know, there were some placements that happened after that. But be- but I truly believe that the placements happened because of the familiarity, because, you know, in this game, people sure. work with people they know and all that kind of stuff. And I truly believe that that familiarity wasn't there. If he didn't feel he already knew me, that brandy joint wouldn't happen. I, I agree with you 100 percent. because I got a story like that, too. I even posted it on Facebook when it happened. I did a, one of the last big, big shows I did. Um, it was for the Lowe's group and the Tish family owns. All of the Lowe's hotels. And John Tish was actually here. And I had actually had a situation like that where I was at a mixer. And I ended up there with him, just us. And we were talking two, three hours, drinking. I mean, I'm, and I'm listening to this billionaire. Are you interning or something? No, 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 no. I was just at, I was at a mixer. I was just there. Okay. Um, and he just happened to be, it was at the Lowe's Hotel. He happened to have been there. And, you know, everybody, and I mean, I'm, in my mind, I'm like, yo, I'm never going to get an opportunity to talk to a billionaire again. I'm just going to take, soak it all up, soak it all up. And he right. ended up being a real cool, dope dude. Um, fast forward, I think it was four, three or four years at this show, he remembers me. And I'm mm-hmm. like, yeah, that's funny. You say that's all you guys. No, 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 no. And he starts calling out. I'm like, dude, there's no freaking way. That, so I, I get that. But what, what I'm pointing out is that, and I mean, this is probably going to be just one of those things that we're just going to diverge on. And it's not going to be an agreement because sure. your experience isn't going to touch the same way. I've kind of experienced, but we're speaking on it from a place of, I'm going to say, from privilege. Because I can relate sort of to what the new kids are coming up to. Mm-hmm. The, the environment in the world makes having patience to implement that stuff a lot more difficult than it was for even me and especially for you now granted it may have still taken five ten years for stuff to happen Mm -hmm. but you can go broke so much faster now because of how much stuff costs and those those simple things that we don't think about anymore from our place of privilege affects that mindset of that generation because I've been in a situation where some just like you, they pay me to come sit down and talk to me too. And I'm like, okay, you do this, 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 and this, lay this out, and then come back and see me in six months, and then we'll go to step two. 
They're like, yo, I need to make this happen in the next couple of months. And I'm like, it's it's probably not. Like, I can give you a fast track, but there's no way to make it happen that fast just because of the logistics of broadcasting. And their whole mindset changed on even wanting to do the project at that point because they couldn't get to the bag fast enough because they had real life financial problems that forced them to not be able to have that patience you're talking about. So I get it. I'm not saying that... It's fully defensible. I'm just saying that it's a reality for that next generation because at this point, the door is closing. The gate. So what I, what, what I, but what I'm asking, but what I want to know is because again, we're talking about them working and not getting paid monetarily. Is yeah. it still working for free? I'm right? speaking. I'm like speaking that. of the whole thing. Like it's it's right. It's, well, that's what I'm saying. But on that specific point, and because like back then, it's not like I didn't have rent that I needed to pay. It's yeah. not like I didn't have a job. It's not like it's not like we were just running around. Oh, yeah, things don't cost as much now. I mean, you also things cost less, but you also made less. The dollar was also not the same as it is not, now. So. Not true. It was. So this is the thing. So if you and even if you just go back 15 years, and I'm, I love to use the Happy Meal example when Happy Meals were just two dollars and 50 cents and the minimum wage was seven twenty five. That's less than a third of what you have to make in an hour to buy a Happy Meal. You fast forward to now, minimum wage is still $7.25, and a Happy Meal is almost $4.50. It's more than double. Right. Point taken. But it doesn't disprove the point that if you broke, you broke. No, no, no. I'm not trying to disprove that point. I'm just trying to point out the underlying issue with the mindset, the disconnect from your generation and the mindset. And there you go. And that's what and that's and that's and that's really what the conversation. Yeah, the con- is even about whether or not you're working for free or not. Whether it's about it's the mind. Yeah, but and 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 it's the thing. I can defend both sides because I I have exp- again that I can't I can't defend the others. <laughs> but I literally just sent. I'm gonna read it to you. What I sent out this morning. Okay. <laughs> Ironic. We're talking about this. Just so you know, I'm truly reading this. Okay. <laughs> Good morning, all. Question. How can Icon, its owners and managers, because managers get paid, Mm -hmm. invest in you guys more? I want to be sure you all are getting something valuable out of your internship to keep you incentivized to not only do your duties at the studio to the best of your abilities, but to feel confident that you're getting something out of it all. Some are going to get the chance to engineer sessions and make money more than others will. Only one or two of you have actually ever sat down with me to have real combos about the business of music, your career goals, and life. I realize getting the most out of your internship is primarily your responsibility and hustle, but I do want to make sure I'm offering plenty of options. So I'm open to feedback and ideas. Post them to this group. So I do realize there has to be a balance. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But at the same time, just because you're not working for money... Mm -hmm. I don't equate that to you working for free if I'm giving you something. Right. And hey, it actually kind of can go back to a monetary value because the fact that you are an intern means you actually get to use the studio for free. So there actually is a monetary value there. You know what I'm, I mean? And then, and but I mean, I yeah, wanted to be more. Than I'm, that, I'm but, with you 100%. Yeah, I know you get it. Yeah. It's the younger ones that that don't. Yeah. They don't get and they don't see that. And that's, and that's why that's why I agree. It's all a mentality. What, what I wanted to get to was the fact that you sent that, I think, is the beginning of bridging the understanding of that gap. Um, yeah. I mean, it's not that I haven't 
said that. Before. Well, no, 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 no. And I know you have because I remember. I remember Me you said something similar like that when I was still at Icon. So I, I know you sent stuff like that. Um, what it what it is is that it, just like the conversation we were having in the podcast about the side of us that are like, why? Tell me about what part of this is bad, and then you have a, a segment of people who will defend it because they don't see it as bad. Right. Now, this isn't apples to apples because that's just racism, and but because we had that conversation earlier, right. um, the way you start to help them understand it is to allow them to experience something that can be equated to it one-to-one. So that's why I use that whole our privilege thing because like even right now, I've got a younger cousin who's struggling like crazy. And I mean, I know what it was like to struggle when I came out of college because that's when I lost my company. So it was difficult. But even then, I had a, you know, a bit of a nest egg built up because of the work I was doing. She has absolutely nothing coming right. out of college. You know, first one on her side of the bloodline to do it. So she's got crazy debt and she's trying to maneuver this job market that doesn't exist in a pandemic. Like, I, I can't relate to that. I didn't right. experience that. Like, there were still... Even though it was difficult, there were opportunities for me to, to have. There are no opportunities. So trying to meet her to be able to help her understand what she can and, and can't do right now, I had to first have a conversation with her to understand what she's really dealing with. Mm-hmm. And when she poured it out and I just listened to it, it's like, yo, I, I hear it. And if I just respond in the way that I normally would, it would almost be dismissive to the fact that she's dealing with a set of problems that I cannot relate to. Now, getting into an industry or a business is going to have its set of rules, its set of processes and its, you know, initiations, which I think the whole free internship thing in the entertainment industry is just one of them. It can be film, it's radio, it's it's all of it. The only industry I have ever found where internships is not free is tech and finance. I have been, you know why too? Because those industries aren't as, I won't say specialized, but they're not as hard to get into. And that's why the okay. intern, that's why the internship thing is so popular in entertainment because inter- and you already know entertainment is extremely hard oh, yeah. to get into. No, first of all, let me let me rephrase that. You can get into it all day. <laughs> but Long, longevity the, and yeah. Right. Getting to the people you need to get to right. so that stuff can happen. Right extremely difficult mm-hmm. honestly that reason alone makes an internship invaluable which is really the way it's supposed to be but again i do i do want to make sure i acknowledge the fact that there are folks and labels and also that completely just abuse that yeah so and that that situation is not part of this conversation but yeah yeah no that's that's it i think i think you are well on your way to being able to communicate with a gen zer uh, <laughs> fluently, it's just uh, the rest of the world isn't there. Got to finish, finish using Babel. <laughs> <laughs> it definitely, you know, dude. It's definitely a different language because I, like I said, I struggle with it, man. Like it's they're not too far removed from millennials, but it's like they're talking about. I'm like, dude, that's not a, that's not even a real problem. Like, why is this an issue? And then when I really, you know, because I'm a research nut, I'm like, yo, this is actually a set of things that this group of people is, are concerned about. And right. 
So it's it's me trying to be more understanding of of other people's problems and not just say, hey, you should be able to do this because all of us have gone through this and this is just the yeah, way. Nah, and see, and I never use that excuse. I never use that excuse. And the reason why I don't have a problem, and actually the reason why I can talk to Gen Zers, I can talk to any ling- any age, and the reason why, because at the end of the day, the number one priority in anyone's life is themselves. Mm-hmm. So all you have to do is just phrase it that way. You know what I mean? That's why I'm just, yeah, I do say, Hey, take care of icon, blah, 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 blah. And I tell them straight up front. I said, I can care less if you're a writer or a producer, or whatever. That means nothing to me mm-hmm. if you're not taking care of my building. I say, but if you want me to do all I can to help you get all you want, the key to that is taking care of my building. See, now they have it. Now they're concerned because why? It goes back to them. Mm-hmm. Everyone speaks that language. Sure. So that's that's usually no matter what age I speak to, I speak a language that doesn't matter what age you are. And that is selfishness, not in a bad way. And then, well, the three CE, those things apply in everything. Mm-hmm. So those two, I don't care who you are, how, how, how old you are, whatever, you're going to deal with that. <laughs> it's just really waiting on you to deal with it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, and that's why an email like that would mean something to them because you just have to say, Hey, I'm concerned about you. Right. But in this environment, in order for me to be concerned about you, you got to be concerned about me. Yeah. And if you can make that happen. And that's, so that's, that's the thing that I think the whole world got away from. Again, getting back to the whole generational thing, Mm -hmm. the boomer and X generations, um, the reason why there was more employee loyalty is because people could count on pension funds and they could count on paid time off. And then when right. employers started trying to make more profit and cutting that stuff back, it was like, oh, you just want me to work hard. You don't want to give me nothing. Right. So, that's right. The, so the, your approach is exactly what's missing in the process. Like You can't expect the younger ones to actually comprehend it because you're there. But what they will notice is you want them to do more junk for less stuff. <laughs> right. And so, nobody wants that. Because yeah. it, violates, it violates priority number one. Right. Take care of that star player. They're like the three laws. <laughs> you know, like that. <laughs> <laughs> I robot. <laughs> well, dope. Well, y'all, that's all we got for you today. So I hope you learned something from it. So, if I, you know, don't forget, as always, make sure you hit that like button and that share. Uh, Lifeonpodcast.com, uh, Instagram. We're laughing because this podcast episode that y'all just got. Really was just a conversation after we did the last L O P C behind the scenes. <laughs> right. So we're like, you know what? We might as well go on to make this an episode. So here you go. And it turned out to be a good episode. I think, I, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> so I remind you though to follow us. So follow us Life on Podcast at I at Instagram and Life on Podcast.com. And y'all know what to follow me by now if you don't. Stone 007 and Stone 007. I'm going to let it be a puzzle. You can figure out which one. Figure out which one is what. (laughs) (laughs) Justin Yvonne, J-U-S-T-J-O-N-Y-V-A-N. I know how to spell it now. (laughs) Boom, 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 boom. All right, we love y'all. Thanks for your support. We have fun. Peace. Yo.